Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Go from dragging yourself to work each day to finding a job you love. The Career Spring program is for high-achieving and ambitious mid-level professionals like you who are looking for a job that uses your zone of genius, recognizes your value, and pays you what you're worth. If you're ready to learn more, schedule a complimentary consult using the link to my calendar in the show notes. Be sure to follow me on Exclusive Career Coaching on Facebook, Lisa Edwards on LinkedIn, and Lisa.Edwards on Instagram. Greetings. How's it going, you guys? Hey, today we're going to talk about three things that I want you to add to your job search to dramatically improve your results. As a reminder, I do free webinars most every Thursday at 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern, and those are on all things job search to really help with those of you that have been affected by COVID, but really anyone who is looking for a job right now. And that address to register, see what's coming up is Master Coach Webinars, plural with an S on the end, dot C-A-R-R-D dot C-O. So feel free to check that out and register and get in there on the free goodness. So since COVID hit, I've been putting out a lot of content on this podcast and on those webinars that I just mentioned around your job search. And so Today, I want to really approach this topic of your job search from a different angle. It's, it's sort of an amalgam of some things I've talked about before, but they're not the obvious things that you might think that I would be telling you to, in, to uh, add to your job search. And uh, again, I want to kind of take a different perspective on it. So I want to start by giving you three recent podcasts that I think will be especially helpful for your job search. If you haven't listened to them, I think they're, they're much listen, uh, must listen uh, content. So 154 was five ways mind drama can creep into your job search. That was with my guest, Jane Springer. And for those of you that find yourself kind of arguing with your own brain every day about the job search and what you believe about yourself and your marketability, that one is an absolute must. 140 is when I talked about transferable skills with Jeannie Bowen. And I think this one is so good for those of you that are thinking about a career pivot or reinvention. And as I've described before, a pivot is where you're keeping one foot in either your job function or your industry and moving the other. A career reinvention is going to be a change in both career function and industry. And then finally, 147 was what to do when employers ghost you. So for those of you that are getting frustrated by, you know, you have a conversation with a recruiter, it's going well, maybe you've even had an interview, and then they ghost you, I think it's so important to know what was what might be going on and then what do you do about it. And also, as a reminder, the episodes I did in January 159, 160, and uh, 161 offered a resume clinic, a LinkedIn clinic, and an interviewing clinic. So those are also really good resources for you. So here are the three things that I want you to consider adding to your job search, especially if you're getting frustrated, you're not finding the the results, you're not getting the results that you had hoped to. So number one, I want you to add community to your job search. Job searches are not meant to happen in isolation. And because of what's going on with the pandemic, Many people are conducting their job searches in isolation, and that can be a very a very dangerous practice to be that isolated. 
So my, my caveat with community is that these have got to be positive, forward-looking, kind of resourceful people who are willing to help you with your job search, and presumably you can help them as well. So you want to be very careful that in your effort to find community that what you're not finding is a bunch of negative Nancys who want to, you know, bitch and moan about their job search, their, their you know, their their lack of employment or whatever. So your community can take the form of something like a networking group. So it's specifically for job search networking or some other kind of networking. We're going to talk about a little bit more about that in a minute. It could also be just an informal group of your friends who are all looking for a job. Let's get together. Let's support each other. Again, got to come from a place of positivity. It could also be a job search group program. So you get in with uh, hopefully a smaller group of other people who are job searching and there's a teaching component, but then there's also the networking and kind of accountability and support component as well. It could even be an individual job search buddy. So you identify somebody else who's in the same situation with you and you agree to help each other out. So the important thing here is that you have people to share your frustrations and challenges with, not from a place of complaining, but from a place of, okay, here's what's going on. How can you help me get out of it? How can you give me some fresh perspective and some help in this issue that I'm struggling with? And of course, you want to be able to reciprocate that as well. So community can also be more about just general networking that could lead to job opportunities. So what I'm talking about here could be something like a meetup group of like-minded yoga enthusiasts or foodies or wine enthusiasts, because all of those people presumably have their own networks and they have jobs and maybe they don't have jobs, but they know people who do. And so you have an opportunity to network kind of coming in the back door. Could be... As I said, meetup groups, which I'm a huge fan of, LinkedIn groups. Now, you're not going to necessarily meet those people in person, but that's still an opportunity. Facebook events. I like the Facebook events tab. That's how I find out what's going on in my community. So if there's an opportunity for me to network through, you know, a virtual concert performance that's going to be put on um, or something that's socially distanced and safe that I can still attend right now. Service organizations like Kiwanis, Rotary, um, any kind of philanthropic things that you may be involved in, or your professional organizations. Those are all ways to build community during these times that can often lead to a conversation about what you're looking for. In fact, I would encourage you to do that. And I've talked about that on, on previous podcasts. So that's number one is community. I want you to find a group or at least one other person um, who can support you. Number two is I want you to get a new job search strategy. So if you aren't getting great results with whatever you're doing, you know, the definition of insanity is keep doing the same thing and expect different results. And it's been fascinating because I've talked to so many people in the last year and I've said to them, what what does your job search look like? And they said, well, I'm just looking at job boards, which I'm going to have more to say about that in a moment. And I say to them, so, okay, so what kind of results are you getting? And, and they're like, it's terrible. And they give me the metrics, how many job applications they've applied for, how many interviews they've had, and how many job offers they've had. And I said, okay, so clearly that's not working based on these metrics. What are you doing about that? And their answer is invariably, well, I'm looking at the job boards more. So I've identified that it's not working. So I double down on my, on my error and I'm going to do more of it. 
So for this new strategy, you know, best case scenario is you have a one-on-one -on -one job search coach like me to really help you craft the perfect job search for you and beyond that to continue to make adjustments to it based on where you're getting traction and where you're not. But let's just say that's not in your budget right now. Then I encourage you to listen to the previous podcast that I just talked to. Obviously, that's free content. And then also the webinars that I mentioned. So mastercoachwebinars.carrd.co. You can see what's coming up and you can register for those webinars and they are completely free. I have said this before and I will say it again. If all you are doing is looking at job boards, you aren't really conducting a job search. And the reason I say that is because there is a large percentage of the world's population who looks at Indeed or LinkedIn casually every week, if not more often, not because they're looking for a job, not because they're unhappy in their current job, but just out of curiosity. So you're really not doing anything that is distinguishing your efforts as a job search from those people that are just glancing, unless it's quantity. And again, if it's not working, what's the point in doing more of it? So I want you to add one more active job search strategy into the mix that is focused on networking. So I've made the distinction before. Active strategies put you in the driver's seat. You're in control of where that vehicle goes, when it leaves, when it gets there. Passive strategies put you in the, in the passenger seat. And that's really looking at job boards, anything where you can't control what's going on. I've talked about those strategies at length. You can go back and listen to the, the job search clinics that I did in January, many other podcasts for specific ideas on what that strategy might be. I, I highly recommend that you, that you approach this as a trial and error. Here's, a, here's an approach that sounds doable. It sounds realistic to me. I am not opposed to it. I'm intrigued by it. I'm willing to try it out. But I'm also not going to give up after the first time that I do it if I don't have stellar results. I'm going to recognize that there will be a learning curve with this and that I'm going to have to get better at it. And I'm going to be kind to myself as I learn this new way of job searching. So that's number two, a new job search strategy. And then number three has to be, and it probably should be number one, but I saved it for the last, is a new mindset talked about this at length lately because it's so important. I hear what you guys are saying to yourselves about yourselves. I hear what you're saying to yourselves about the job market, about the availability of jobs. And it's, it's so damaging. And you're, you're just think, you think that you're reporting the news to me. Well, there are no jobs. Well, I, I, you know, my, my industry has been decimated. I got to go look somewhere else. And you think you're just reporting the news. But when I point out to you that those are just your thoughts, it's really a, a, a shift for, for a lot of people to really look at it. At, what, if, what if I didn't believe that? What if I thought something different? Specifically related to your mindset today, I want to talk about your expectations about your job search. I'm speaking with a lot of people whose frustration is stemming from their thoughts about the job search shouldn't be taking this long, that employers should be interviewing them for jobs they feel fully qualified for, that they should have gotten a job offer for that interview that they think they did so well in. And the problem with this is that expectations are going to set us up for disappointment. A goal is one thing, right? So you could have a goal of, I want to be in a new position by, you know, whatever. And it needs to be a SMART goal. So specific, 
new position as a whatever because you wouldn't just say I want a job you could go be a you know a street cleaner but you want a specific job that would be specific then measurable uh, I you know maybe you want to measure the amount of, of, of income that you will be offered the re the salary or um, you know I want other parameters around the job and then it needs to be a realistic and attainable so if you were to say I need this new job by next week that would not be realistic it is attainable it's not realistic so you want to make it both so right now here we are as I record this I'm still in February this is going to come out in March so if I'm saying you know I want a new job at, at a very high level position and I want it in a month not realistic if I'm willing to say six months and depending on where I am in my job search and, and, you know, what kind of traction I've already gained, that would be realistic. Expectations are often built on nothing more than kind of an arbitrary decision. So whereas that goal, you know, you've done your homework, you've got something that's specific, measurable, uh, attainable, realistic, and time-bound, an expectation kind of sets up thoughts like, well, I should have a job by then or I should have already gotten job they should have given me the job they shouldn't have given this job to someone else I didn't perform well enough and that's why I didn't get the job or that kind of thing you're setting yourself up for failure when you have those kind of thoughts you're kind of making yourself a victim and you're arguing with reality and this is something that really I think is is something that many people miss they don't understand that when they argue with reality, they're going to lose 100% of the time because reality is, as the name implies, it's the reality. So here's a different set of shoulds that will serve you in your job search much better. My job search should be taking this long. How do I know that? Because it is taking this long. So I shouldn't argue with my job search shouldn't be taking this long. Where is that written? It should be taking this long, and I know that because it is. I shouldn't have gotten an interview for that position. How do I know that? Because I didn't get an interview. I shouldn't have been offered that position. How do I know that? Because I wasn't offered that position. It just works as simple as that. It's this acceptance. Now, that does not mean complacency by any stretch of the imagination. What it means is accepting the reality that you're in, not setting up expectations that are either unrealistic you know, unattainable, and, and then tying our self-worth, our success as a human being, our success as a job candidate to those expectations. So what ends up happening if you put yourself in that kind of position as a victim of your own job search, you will either start to slack off on your job search or you kind of show up with the wrong energy, right? And, and as I've said before, employers can either, they either know what they're smelling or they just know they're smelling something that stinks. When the energy is wrong, the integrity isn't there, the alignment is missing, they're not seeing maybe the enthusiasm they would expect. They, again, are either recognizing it as such or they're just, it's like repellent. It's like job repellent, right? So bonus points for you if you can get into your brain and kind of, recognize the primary thought that you're having about your job search that isn't serving you and then decide to practice on a new thought that feels better. So that's a matter of, I like to do it as what I call a brain dump. I just take a piece of legal paper out and I start writing down the thoughts that are swirling around in my head. And I look at those and I decide, okay, are they serving me or not? It's typically, it's kind of a toggle. It's either a yes or no. There's not a lot of, of gray area in these thoughts. 
And so I want to find one of those thoughts and, and then I want, to, I want to work on that. So if I'm thinking I should have gotten that interview, I could begin practicing that wasn't the job for me. Something better is coming along. I really love that thought when it comes to the job search. Something better is coming. I, there's something better for me. However you want to phrase it. I like to use the analogy of going into your closet and trying on different thoughts, just like you would clothes, to find the one that really fits you the best. So I don't want to feed you something if it doesn't feel, if it doesn't fit you, right? I want you to find the one that fits you. But you could try instead of thinking I should have gotten that interview, you could think, that wasn't the job for me. Something better is coming along. Instead of thinking, there are no jobs for me, you could begin thinking, there are jobs available. There are some jobs. You have to think of something that's very believable to you that you can then begin practicing, creating that new neural pathway in your brain. So instead of thinking, what is wrong with me that they didn't offer me the position, I, I'm hearing a lot of that of, of condemnation because you didn't get the job thinking that you did something wrong. You could begin thinking, they must have found an amazing con candidate if he was better than me, right? Think about that. That one really resonated with me because I'm, I have a pretty healthy dose of self-esteem. So I choose to think if I got beaten out for something that I really wanted, I want to think not about what's wrong with me or what I did wrong, but how fantastic the candidate they chose must have been to beat me out. Wow, that's impressive. They are so lucky they got that person, right? And I could just as easily be like, well, they just, they were confused. They didn't understand. They, they must not have understood or they would have hired me clearly. So that's, that's the third thing I want you to, uh, to get is a new mindset. So really being aware of the thoughts that you're having that are holding you back. And again, that mind drama episode number 154 is fantastic for this. And start practicing a new thought that serves you better. So those are my three things I want you to add to your job search. If you're not getting the results you want, if you're slogging along after months of job searching and feeling frustrated and hopeless, of course I'm here to help you. You are more than welcome to reach out to me and uh, I would be glad to answer any questions over email or on social media and sign up for the webinar. Come on and hang out with me on Thursday afternoons and I'll see you next week. Take care. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.